JNL Stadium Tour Unleashed. This is the Week 18 recap. My name is Justin. And I'm Lucas. And in this episode, we're going to review uh, Week 18, give our thoughts on that, that is currently in the books. Our first game of Week 18 is the Steelers against Ravens Saturday. Uh... I picked the Ravens. Should not have done that. They sat pretty much everyone. But the Steelers came to play, pulled out the victory, and ended up in the playoffs. Um, but with being risky to get into the playoffs, they lost their best defense player, if not the best defensive player in the league in T.J. Watt, so he won't be there the first round. So that's a big takeaway from this game. And, yeah, it was a pretty good game considering what all went on. The Ravens had everyone, so they would not get hurt. And uh, Najee Harris, if this is the last season with him, ended up with a bang. You And, yeah. I don't know. I didn't see too much in this game due to everyone sitting out, so it's hard to review how good the Steelers actually played. But if the Steelers are going to want to win their next game, Rudolph is going to have to play a lot better. And these other wide receivers, tight ends, are going to have to step up to be able to beat the... Who do they play? Oh, I should know this. The Bills. The Bills. So, they need to definitely show up more to beat them because the Bills are hot and cold, but they are a very dangerous team. So, without Watt, they're going to have to come to play. Yeah. I didn't expect a whole lot from this game uh, just because they had announced that Ravens are going to be resting a lot of their starters. Uh, so the score doesn't really surprise me. Um, as you said, Steelers got the win, but they really took the loss on this one with T.J. Watt getting injured. Um, it sounds like it's not as bad as what they originally thought. So it's possible that he might be able to return if they can pull out the win in the wild card. Um, so, I mean, that, that's promising, but they got a pretty big beat ahead of themselves here. Uh, I think not too long ago, was it Friday of last week, Delvin Cook signed with the Ravens. Um, I don't expect much from him going through the playoffs. They need a little bit of depth at running back position. I don't, I don't know. He, he's a decent back. Um, had a little bit of a rough time in New York, which everybody did on offense. So, I mean, I can see him making some plays and whatnot, but I don't know. They, I think they're pretty well set with what the roster is for who they're going to play. So I don't see them yeah. getting all that much action in the game. Just be if he of, is, there'll be a goal line running back, I have a feeling. Yeah, or just, you know, change of pace if they need to get rest for Edwards and whatnot. But right. Overall, uh, Mason Rudolph was very efficient in this game. 
he didn't have to put up a whole lot of numbers, and it was kind of tough because it was raining so bad and so cold. Right. Uh, so that makes that makes it tough to throw in general. Uh, I think he was pretty efficient, though, with that weather. And yeah, I guess I don't have a whole lot for this game, but not what I expected. Alrighty, on to the next, the big one, the one that that defined the what is it? Uh, I need a finger. The AFC South, the Texans against the Colts. Since C.J. Stroud is your dude, I'll let you start it. Yeah, so this game, uh, Taylor was running like crazy in this game. I think if they would have just kept giving him the ball even more than they did, they probably wouldn't have had anything to worry about because, I mean, 6.3 carry at 188 yards, and he had quite a bit of yards by halftime. Yeah, went off. Yeah, but I guess whatever reason – they couldn't pull off the win. Uh, CJ Stroud, I mean, he's, he's been playing amazing this season. And probably one of the more fun stories this year is, is following him. Just because of what we, you know, didn't expect for the Texans to be able to do this soon with the roster they had. And then after injuries... Continuing to be able to put wins on the board. That's kind of crazy. Uh, Nico Collins and Stroud, the connection they have is awesome. <laughs> I mean, yeah. nine catches for 195 yards. Just imagine if they had Tank Dell still. This team would be scary. I, I, I think it's going to be tough for them in the playoffs. But we can't necessarily count them out or anything. Uh, Stroud, he's been one of the best quarterbacks this season as a rookie. So. Yeah, absolute monster. He made me a believer in him, like I said at the beginning of the year. Coming out of college, not a big fan of him, but he definitely won me over real quick. Uh, came into this game knowing they needed the win to win the division. Or make the playoffs. Started the game with a 75-yard bomb to Collins, which was absolutely awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you can't put a better picture of a way to start a game than that. And got them off on the right start. They just kept moving. When, like you said, if Collins, he's he had more than three quarters of the passing touchdowns, I mean, passing yards for C.J. Stroud. So that connection is ridiculous. And their defense did what they had to do when they came down to the wire and sealed the game. On the other side, yeah, Taylor coming off the injury last year, he played really well all year. And then this season – with a game like this is absolutely astounding. And if I was them, I probably gave him 40 yards. That I mean, 40 carries this game because yeah. they could have ate up so much more clock. They could have done 
a lot with it, especially, like you said, averaging 6.3 yards a carry. Just keep feeding them. The wide receivers didn't really do anything, so it was pretty much a ground game for them. So I would have just kept using that as my strategy. But overall, really good game. And it came right down to the end like a lot of the Texans games did this year. They like to have that fireworks at the end to (laughs) win games and really fun. If there is a team in the playoffs right now that could surprise people, I I think it is the Texans. If they stay hot and Singletary can get going again, he had a decent game, but if he can come off the injury, play like he did when he came off the injuries, this team is very scary. Too bad they have to go up against the best defense in the league, if in my opinion. But, yeah, really good game. Big, big welcome to the playoffs for C.J. Stroud. See what he can do. It's just crazy what he did for his rookie year. Yeah, I think... If anybody else for the Colts on offense showed up, they'd have won this game. Yeah. It's just nobody else wanted to play. It was just uh, Taylor. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, with that season that Stroud's had so far, and in my opinion, there's no doubt who the rookie of the year is. Um, I mean, there, there's other people that are in the talk, but I, I think it's – Probably going to be unanimously him, right? <laughs> yeah, after this game, I think so. Uh, will it be unanimous? No, I think Puka's going to be there. Uh, especially after breaking two records for the Wookiee. Rookie receiving records. <laughs> you know some people are going to vote for him. But in my eyes, I think it's a clear out C.J. Stroud win for that. But... Honestly, you should put him up there with the MVPs as well. Oh, definitely. I mean, but just were, what he would have done if he wasn't injured. Like, I don't know. I I think you should be up there. Yeah, definitely. I I mean, he's not going to get MVP, but it, it should be in the conversation. Uh, I think that the concussion – what was it, two or three games that he was out? Yeah. Really hurt him in that aspect. Um, ultimately, and losing Bell really hurt that too, just because you don't have the, the deep weapon right. of Bell as that option. that He was so dependable almost every week. Um, it's, it's tough, but, I mean, it's still a good season. Like, don't get me wrong. It's been a blast watching it. Um, hopefully they can stay hot. That's going to be a tough game, though. Uh, but, yeah, he's been, I mean, like I said, he's been one of the best quarterbacks this season when he's been playing. So, Yep, easily. Definitely made a believer out of me. Yeah. All right, next game. Crazy game. I was not expecting this. Jaguars against the Titans. The Jaguars, from the beginning of the year, I was so high on them. I talked so big on them for, what, the first five, six weeks, I think it was, and how explosive this offense should have been. 
And they just, after Christian Kirk got hurt, they just kind of plummeted. And ETN just kind of vanished off the face of the earth. I don't know what happened there. Their offense line just wasn't doing what they were doing at the beginning of the year. They didn't play up to the potential. Uh, do I still think they're a really good team? Absolutely. Uh, Ridley did good for his last game. Is he going to stay? Who knows? There's so many question marks on this team. But like we said, if ETN isn't running, this team ain't running either. And they proved that again this game. But give it up to the Titans. Tannehill played pretty decent for being Ryan Tannehill. Derrick Henry had a huge, huge game for more than likely his last game. He had that nice farewell speech, basically, what he did at the end of the game, which, you know, you got to give respect to that. Crowd loved it. Cheered him on, knowing that more than likely this is his last game. And what a way to finish your eight years with the Titans with 153 yards in the touchdown. Yeah, I mean, he's been so dominant there for so long. It's been a lot of fun watching him, uh, as you said, perfect game, perfect way to end possibly his time there with this game. The uh, I had made a note here to bring up that speech. You already brought that up. That You can just tell how much the crowd loves him. Mm-hmm. You uh, you got to enjoy, you know, seeing that, knowing that the players enjoy that, and just how much fun it is when stuff like that is, is going on. Uh, a lot of the, a lot of times you see the, you know, speeches and stuff done in like a press conference or done in other areas, but he actually took the microphone and and did it on the field. It was fun. I enjoyed that. Um, yeah, I don't know if he's gonna. what's going to end up happening with him. Um, I haven't really seen anything yet. I know for a little while they're trying to trade him. I don't know if he's going to play somewhere else or they'll end up keeping him. But who knows? We'll see. The offseason's for, I suppose. Yeah, um, it's going to be a big offseason, I have a feeling. Yeah, and I mean, he's got a lot of carries on him, too. He, you know, maybe, maybe he'll just go enjoy life. Who knows? Um, on the other side, though, this Jaguars team has kind of been a pretty big disappointment in my eyes from what I expected going into the season. Just how, I mean, the playoffs for them last year, that, that was where... Didn't they battle the Titans in the playoffs and have that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's where they lost to them. Yeah. Yeah. And I honestly expected Lawrence to come out and this team just walk all over the Titans in this game. And I don't know. I've just been really disappointed with, you know, the team in general and especially Lawrence's play. He... Didn't seem like he had much connection with Ridley. 
that was consistent at least. And I think that should have been addressed throughout the season, fixed, however they wanted to work that. But that should have been cleaned up. And I just, this team is better than what, should be better than what they put out this season. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, Ridley's got no contract of this year either. So be interesting to see what happens with that. I saw something that he wasn't getting the playbook. And he was struggling learning that. No. And like looking back, I was watching a handful of plays because it was somebody had posted something on Twitter and they had a, a whole thread of videos showing what he was supposed to run and what he ran, which kind of showed why Lawrence was so far off on a lot of throws to him. Right. Yeah, it makes sense. Whether, I mean, that's accurate or not, it's hard to say, but Ridley was away from football for a year, so maybe that did affect him more than you would expect. I don't know. I just had a lot of high, high hopes and thoughts for this team, I guess. I expected them to be pretty good offensively. As did I. And last year, they lost to the Chiefs in the divisional round. Yeah, what was the game, though, where they, it was like a battle? Was that maybe the Chargers? No, it, bo- both of them. They lost, they beat the Titans only by four and then Chargers by one. Okay. They beat the tight, uh, Chargers at the field goal at the end of the game to win. Okay. So. Both of the games were probably really good. I'm guessing you're thinking of the Chargers one, though. Yeah. And they lost. 27-20 to the Chiefs. A ton of interceptions, and they just snuck it out. I think that was the Chargers. Yeah, you had four interceptions. Not the Chargers. <laughs> yeah. But then he had uh, four touchdowns as well. Yeah. That was that was the one I was thinking of. Okay. Yeah. Definitely thought expected much more, but Crazy way to end of the year, winning the division pretty much all year and lose it at the end of the year is very heartbreaking, especially for the talent they have on that team. Yep. Um, next game, because that's all I got there, I don't have much to say about this next game other than the Lions won, but they are another team I think lost this week as well. Uh, they looked really good. The Vikings look awful, like always, if they don't have a quarterback. But their Lions lost Laporta to more than likely a serious knee injury. And you don't want to see that at all, especially when you already clinched the playoffs. I know they were shooting for that number two seed, but... You just lost one of your best weapons on offense heading into the playoffs. So that is a huge loss. The only thing I got out of the Vikings is Justin Jefferson went off. And in 10 games this year, he had over a 1,000 yards. Just to prove to everyone that he's still got it, in my opinion, still easily the best wide receiver in the game. I might be biased, but 
he puts up numbers every single time he steps on the field for the most part and has been dominating ever since he got in. And I really hope the Vikings re-sign him to a major, major deal. But I know he's been talking about this whole Kirk thing coming back. But I guess we'll see what happens in the offseason. Uh, this line's defense, they played the Rams first week of the playoffs. If their defense doesn't step their game up and someone else other than St. Brown and Gibbs and Montgomery don't do something, I could see them getting knocked out in the first round. Yeah. That, we'll, we'll go over that a little later, but I yeah. <laughs> I can definitely see that happening. Um, I just want to point out a couple things. Vikings had two turnovers, and they were still within 10 points. Yeah. I mean, that's something to say. Um, Mullins, he isn't afraid to throw. Uh, he does make some strange mistakes, but, I mean, he hasn't had much game time either. I don't know how I feel about him, but, the, I mean, having the score the way it was and being down on the turnover by two, got to say something. Um, ultimately, I, I think Laporta's injury was announced that it wasn't as serious as originally thought. But it's still, he, he's, I think it was confirmed he's out, right, for the wild card? Yeah. Uh, let's see. From what I remember reading, that he is not going to be able to play that first game. Yeah, it still says status up um, up in the air on a lot of the stuff here. But um, they said that all the major concerns were cleared. And it, it sounds like it's more of a, probably like a bruise, something or other, <laughs> instead of actually being a long-term injury. Um, so, I mean, that that's good for him. But they need him in the wild card. Yeah. And um, so, I mean, we'll see what happens. Uh, generally, those injuries, it, it looked bad. But when it's a contact injury like it was, it usually ends up not being as serious as, as if it was a non-contact injury. Um, just Which the way is so that, crazy to me. Yeah, just the way you see his <laughs> knee move, like you're like, oh, he's done for the season. Right. There's no way he's going to be able to do anything. But a lot of times, for whatever reason, uh, maybe it's because the upper part of the body, too, is falling down, so it's not quite as much force where when it's a non-contact, they're shifting and right. movement is done. I don't know. It's it's strange, um, but I think it worked out, luckily for him, that it's not as serious now. So that's a plus. Um, yeah, so the latest update on his injury says is he has a chance to play in the upcoming game against the Rams. Yeah, that's what I had saw. Um, it's, it's not expected, but there's, I mean, with that chance, that must mean it's not as serious as it could have been. Right. Or originally thought. Um, one huge positive for the Vikings is if they can keep this receiving core together, 
Ooh. It's going to be pretty scary. Um, <laughs> they're going to be good for a long time if they can keep this core together. Jefferson, Addison, and Hawkinson when he gets there. Yeah. It, oh, man. I mean, you got Osborne, too. Is it, he wasn't utilized as much as, as could have been. But he's yeah, good, he's too, as, as a deep threat. But it all depends because um, they need a quarterback to do that. And personally, exactly. if they can get Kirk for cheap, jump all over that. I know we don't necessarily agree on what cheap is. No, not at all. Quarterback market. <laughs> quarterback market. It's if they can get him for what was rumored, that's cheap. Ah, I, he's not worth it, man. He's not worth it. He's, if he has time, he can pass with anybody. And this offensive line is getting better. Yeah, definitely. As they've been, definitely got better as they played together this season. So. Speaking of the line, I swear if the Vikings do not re-sign Risner, I'm going to go absolutely postal. <laughs> he didn't allow one sack all year. None. Zero. Zilch. A guy coming off the freaking couch had zero sacks all year long. Like, you can't ask for anything better than that for a guy you pull off the couch. I assume that they'll try to keep this line together as much as possible because, I mean, by the end of the season, they they were not nearly what they were at the beginning of the season. So, Right. I mean, Kirk was putting up insane numbers at the beginning of the year with a terrible line. Imagine what he could yeah. do with a better line. Right. I don't know. That's just my take on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. All I, opinions. I, I, I get where you guys are. I get where you guys are coming. Like, I get where you're coming from, but... I don't know, too much, but I get it. I think no, they right. paid too much in general, but yeah, they are. I Everyone mean, gets paid too much money in general. But. Yeah, they they are the <laughs> ones that touch the ball every offensive play. So right, you gotta have some trust, I suppose. But yeah, the only one that does that touches it more is the center, and you don't see them getting those. No, I think it's trash. what they should you know do. What I mean? They should just have an even pay. So everybody gets paid the same, and then if they win the Super Bowl, they get paid a little bit more. That'd be cool. Because then it's incentive. <laughs> yeah, it'll show. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of quarterbacks that are absolutely awful, we'll go to our next game, <laughs> and it's Atlanta Falcons against the New Orleans New Orleans Saints. And if the Falcons do not find someone to play under center, they are demolishing any chance for this young core team to do anything. You have Bijan, you got Algier, you got uh, where's London, you got Juno Smith, you got Kyle Pitts. Like, all these players could do good if they had someone <laughs> to throw them the ball. Uh, this was another team that I had very high hopes on for an explosive team. I knew with the quarterback situation, they weren't going to win a lot. Seven is way more than I was expecting. But they didn't use Robinson the right way. They didn't. Pitts had his ups and downs on it looked like he was lost most of the year. Like, didn't know what to do. Still needs to figure out how to expand plays and move with your quarterback instead of just standing there. 
Uh, but this team, if they actually had a quarterback, could be very scary because, in my opinion, still, their defense is a pretty good defense. But when you're, like I've said all year, when your offense can't do anything, it's really hard for the defense. Uh, Saints fought and fought and fought to try to get that number one seed. They cannot do it. Uh, Derek Carr went off. 264 yards and for touchdowns played very well connected with multiple people 22 different 22 completions to nine different receivers and you can't ask for more than that uh they're young these young wide receivers could be very good as well shaheed Olave and Perry. I don't know what's going to get them going to play like they just showed they can. Is it the quarterback? Or is it just the offense coordinator not playing the right plays? I'm not sure, but the Saints could be a very good and dynamic team if they get going. And I really didn't like the last play of this game. That's my opinion, and that's it. That's all I got. So I think a lot of this, as you stated, starts with the quarterback for both these teams. Derek Carr is not super consistent. Um, you get these games, and then you get absolutely terrible games, about even throughout the season. Um, this game, though, he had a big game against the decent defense. Um, the ending in this game did draw some controversy on that touchdown. In my opinion, this is professional football. If you don't want them to run up the <laughs> score, stop them. Yeah. Because it's professional. There is no running up the scoreboard. Um, and the way Arthur Smith acted after the game is perfect reason to fire him because he... Yeah coach like garbage all season and then he's going to whine about another touchdown that didn't matter I, mean, I I think the biggest thing about that last play that victory formation right yes I think that's what riled everyone up more than anything like if they would have lined up in the I formation I don't think it would have made people as mad but you're literally putting it in the victory formation no one's going to try to stop anything. I mean, it's similar to, like, the fake spike. Come on. Right? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's hilarious. And I hope it's used more. <laughs> I do not. But because. Like, uh, I, I think the only reason they did it is, I mean, Williams led the league in touchdowns last year and had, didn't even get a touchdown until this, no. this one. None. That is insane to me. And, I mean, it's strange because when he went to the Saints, I said, what is he doing? He's not going to get touchdowns there. Yeah, exactly. This team is not built for what you do. No, they aren't. But, I don't know. Like, he should have stayed with the Lions because he'd be getting those goal lines constantly. (laughs) Right, but then you don't get Gibbs in the draft then 
Well, you can still take Gibbs. You're getting rid of. Uh, I suppose Montgomery would have, wouldn't have been signed. I yeah, suppose. they wouldn't have Montgomery, and then. Yeah, that's true. Um, what his name would have still gone to the Eagles. Yep, Swift. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's it, right. I, I don't know. It didn't make sense when he went there. No, not at all. And a lot of people were shocked. Yeah, <laughs> but I I thought it was hilarious and. I fully support them doing it because this game didn't matter and Arthur Smith deserved to be fired. He had to be fired so long ago. <laughs> he should have been. I'm here. honestly shocked it lasted as long as it did. I don't know. I I thought it was hilarious. I, <laughs> I watched it so many times. So funny. Oh. That's all I got on this game. Alright, so we'll move on then. Next game is going to be the Jets and Patriots. And for this game, all I really have is Brees Hall. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much all this game was. Uh, some field goals and Brees Hall. Just think what this team could have done. <laughs> they used him or had a quarterback? Well, Used him, yeah, or had a quarterback. Like, would be absolutely insane how good they would be. I feel like if they would have used him like they did in the past, like, three games throughout the season, they probably would be in a spot for a playoff position, like, playoff spot right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. That'd be what Rodgers would have been. Cleared, what, two weeks ago? Yeah, it was like two or three weeks ago. So, yeah, if they had a chance of making the playoffs, ooh, that wouldn't have been good for the AFC. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's frustrating because use him as a slot receiver. Nobody can cover him. No. You got Garrett Wilson. People can barely cover him. Like Exactly. But the quarterbacks just couldn't get the ball to either one. Yeah, that's basically all I got, too, is how dynamic Brees Hall is. So good. Excited yeah. to see what they can do next year. They send you that update after the fantasy football season, and he was my steal of the draft. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe got him. Like, eighth yeah. round. Or Probably. seventh round. Like, yeah, he's a monster. He's like, I didn't plan to take him, but he's still there. <laughs> I have to, right? <laughs> yeah. I think I texted you right after that, too. Once you took him, I'm like, I was going to get him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, yeah. absolutely sad. But the Patriots, they definitely need to figure out what they want to do at the quarterback position as well. They need to figure out what to do to get a quarterback. Because there's going to be a lot of teams, I have a feeling, trying to trade up to that number one spot and two spot to get a quarterback. So it's going to be really interesting to see what's going on because Mac Jones and this Bailey Zappé is not the answer they need. So Yeah, that team, though, might end up needing more than what oh, we yeah. thought going into the season, too. So, I don't know. They might 
we'll struggle here for a few years, to be honest. So. Was there any news on Bilicek yet? I haven't seen anything. Okay. I haven't either, but somehow you seem to know a little more than me each time. Yeah, I've been checking it almost every day <laughs> since. Yeah, that's a big one. I don't know, probably the last two weeks I've been looking at teams and coaches to see if anything's changed. Not that they should fire him, you know, that late no, into the season, in my no. opinion. Just let it ride out now at that point. But some teams still do. Right. All right, that's all I got for that. Yeah. Our next game, nothing much came up, went on in this game either. Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Bucks <laughs> kicked three field goals, won the game, and clinched the number one spot in the NFC South. <laughs> That's about it. That's all I got. Yeah, this oh, is and Thielen's awesome. I still love him. And I want him to go to the Vikings to end his career. And be a number three for us and get rid of Oz Booty. And that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, doesn't he have like a three year deal? I don't know, probably, but I just want him to be a Viking. <laughs> yeah. That's all. <laughs> uh, this was a very, very weak performance to clinch a playoff spot. Yeah. Um, I don't think this will be the same team that shows up next week. However, this game was brutal. Um, not a good game to watch. Uh, my big thing for Carolina, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what they do here in the off season. Uh, they got some coach stuff to address that they're working on. Um, I saw that. I mean, they're requested to interview the Eagles offensive coordinator. Oh, really? Seems like a very Panthers thing to do. Let's get one of the worst offenses in the league this season. Let's get him as a head coach. Yeah. You know what I think should go here, since we brought up coaching? Mike Vrabel. That That would be a nice fit. There was rumors of that. Um, I don't know if he was actually in the list of nine that they had requested. But he... Did he get let go? Yeah. Yeah, he did. I don't know why, but they did. The Titans played very well under him. I don't know Yeah. Um, why but they I'd, got rid of him. But... I didn't tell there was talk about that, but yeah, I didn't realize that they had let him go, so I was kind of confused on that. Um, but they had a list of nine that the Panthers had requested because at this point they have to request yeah. visits um, and whether they're given permission or not is different, I guess. But I can't remember who was all on the list other than the offensive coordinator for the Eagles and then uh, Dan Quinn from the Cowboys. Mm. Yep. I don't see That'd him. be good fit there, too. It would, but I don't see him taking that compared to what he's got. As a defensive right. coordinator, like he's getting paid probably as much as you get paid as head coach there. <laughs> right. Yeah. To have some of the really good 
defenders. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see, though, what they do in that situation. Um, I'd like to see them bring in an offensive-minded coach yeah. and then somebody to help with quarterback progression. Right. Um, just because I think Young could be a really good quarterback. I just don't want him to get lost in the continuous cycle of coaches. Right. That never helps anyone. Nope. Even veterans, you can even they struggle when you have a carousel of coaches. Yeah. I mean it's constant change and it's it's tough when you're learning, you know, adjusting to a new a new level of play, trying to learn every playbook every year. It's tough. Exactly. It's not easy at all. Hopefully they can get that and like I said, I'd like I'd like to see offensive minded coach and uh offensive coordinator that's got good you know, quarterback progression traits, I guess. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Okay. Next game. We got the Cleveland Browns against the Cincinnati Bengals. Browns didn't really play anyone, so this is, I should have picked the Bengals. I didn't, um, this should have been the outcome. The biggest thing I got out of this is Jake Browning has a very good potential to go start somewhere where they are having troubles at the quarterback because you're wasting a lot of talent as being the number two behind Joe Burrow because he's not going to get any playing time if Joe Burrow can stay healthy. And nothing really disabled the Browns since they didn't play anyone. And the highlight out of everything for me was Twitter was blowing up on Jake Browning's woman. (laughs) Girlfriend, wife, I don't know what it is. And my favorite comment was, is she getting ready to go skiing? Because she was in a tight onesie. (laughs) And I could not quit laughing. I know that's not football, but oh man, people were blowing that up like no tomorrow. And it was hilarious, in my opinion. Oh, and Joe Mixon played really well. And... Is definitely a number one back, which is good to see because with Joe Burrow back next year, Joe Mixon will more than likely have a huge year. That's all I got. Yeah, I I don't know the the whole the sideline stuff is kind of silly sometimes, but they they were showing her quite a bit. <laughs> this year has been so bad with that. Yeah. I guess I didn't pay a whole lot of attention to online about it, but I'm sure there was some funny things. It was everywhere. It was everywhere. It was awesome. Um, yeah. Browning, I mean, he played well again. Um, you had brought up just at the end there, Mixon, 
Um, in my opinion, he was the big momentum here for the Bengals in this game. Uh, being able to do what he can do and, you know, make big plays. Uh, kind of the control for that. Browning, he played what he has been. It, you know, three touchdowns, interception here, interception there. I expect the Bengals are going to try to get him back as their backup, but I agree. I think there should be some other teams that put their name in, and uh, we've talked about a couple of them already. And it'd be interesting to see what a Jake Browning in Atlanta could do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's my thought on it. Uh, just because he's mobile, and I mean, he, he's got a decent arm. Yeah, he does. It'll be interesting. Especially on the move, too. Like, he has a yeah. laser. And I, I think we looked it up, and I think he, uh, because he was undrafted, right? So it'd be a one-year yeah. deal. So he yep. he's going to be a free agent. So he's not, I mean, the Bengals, I don't know, I suppose they can try to sign him, but if somebody else offers them starter money. Exactly. It's going to be hard to keep them. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. I think... In my opinion, the Falcons would probably be the best situation for him. Yeah. But, I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to the Saints. or. That's what know, I was thinking too, but I don't know how big was that car. Yeah, I don't, know what, I don't know what they're stuck with car. You can't remember what his contract was. But, I don't know. I'd be interested there to see, um, you know, even... The Commanders, which are a little bit later here. Could yeah. be interesting to see. Um, but we'll see what happens. It's going to be interesting time for off-season transactions coming up, and I expect he'll be quick to go. Sure, sir. I think he'll be one of the first ones to go off the board if they cannot get him as a backup there. Yeah, I think some of it, I mean... has agreed to a four-year contract with the Saints. Well, so, not the Saints. Yeah, I mean, depending on what happens in the draft and stuff, too, maybe teams will hold off. I don't know. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Very interesting. You got the Raiders. I kind of like what they got, though. Oh, I do too. But there's always that potential. Yep. The Giants. I'd rather have Tyrod Taylor, but we we'll get into that in a couple games here. Alrighty, next game. <laughs> next game. Big game for the Packers. Bears against the Packers. Um, I'm not sold on either of these quarterbacks, but Jordan Love has went on fire this late, got him into the playoffs. Uh, threw for 316 yards, two touchdowns. Aaron Jones played really well. These young wide receivers for the Packers 
are showing a lot of potential. Names that I haven't heard of coming out big. You got your Wicks, Melton, and Reed just going off. Just think how good that receiving core could be with Watson out there as well. Very scary. I'm not for sure what happened to Dobbs, I guess. But he did not get a catch all game. He got hurt. I see. Chest injury, huh? I guess. That makes sense. But, yeah, really good game. The Bears, I'm curious to see what they're going to do here. Because nothing happened at all in this game offensively for them. Their defense pretty much held them in the game, and their kicker did what he had to do as well. Justin Fields really didn't do anything, didn't look good. And this was the last game to show what he could do to try to keep his job as a Bear. Since they have that number one pick. And I'm curious to see where it goes. But the Packers hitting on these cylinders could be a scary team for three quarters. And that's about it. That's all I got. Because I don't have any faith in this team when it comes to the playoffs. But if they're clicking, they are a pretty good team. Yeah, I mean... Overall, I've actually been pretty impressed with Jordan Love. Uh, started out a little bit rough this season. Then he kind of went back and forth. Um, but I mean, he hasn't, he hasn't had a whole lot of time on the field. And throughout the season, I think he's actually progressed and he, he looks really good. I, I don't know. It, it'll be, I guess, something we see throughout next season. Um, See what he can do in the playoffs. I hope it's not much, but we'll see. Yeah, almost 4,200 yards. Yeah, and I I don't think it's touching on the interception ratio. It's too bad either for. No, 32 to 11. Yeah, I mean, three to one almost. That's pretty good. Yeah, I going into the season, I didn't expect much. After the first couple weeks, we all kind of joked about him. Yep, but. I mean, he's turned it around. He makes a lot of really good throws, and you know, it doesn't really turn the ball over all that much. So that's kind of what this team needs: is somebody that can make throws and not turn the ball over. Aaron Jones is probably one of the most important pieces to this offense. Yeah. And with him healthy and playing, you know, I think they could beat a lot of teams that are good teams. So on the other side, defense would have been better if they kept Douglas. I mean, would it have been better probably, but did they lose enough to make a huge difference? I don't think so. He's a good player, but they got, um, what's that cornerback that they have? Uh, Mackenzie Alexander and Jair. 
Is it Jair? Yeah, Jair Alexander. Who's Mackenzie Alexander? Oh, that's a Viking. Never mind. Yeah, yeah Jair. Somebody else, too, that was playing pretty well. They have low. another good one, but they both got hurt. Well, maybe that's why I don't see his name in the list. Um, I, I think they're, they got some actually pretty good cornerbacks, so I don't think that really hurt them all that much. To answer, I guess, your question. Okay. Sorry to interrupt, but I wanted to bring that up. No, it's definitely a good thing. I mean, I, I think it benefited where you went much yeah. greater <laughs> than mm-hmm. how it hurt the Packers, I guess. Um, on the other side, though, the Bears' defense um, went from probably one of the worst to a fairly decent defense after they got swept, which is kind of crazy with the addition of one person. Yeah, and like that much difference, um, just the amount of pressure that they can get, and how much better that made the defense. Uh, if only their offense could, you know, move the ball or score some points, it would be a different team. Absolutely. And I, I'm not a fan of Fields. I have said it many times, and I will continue to say it. I don't like the way he plays. He can't read a field. He will constantly move up into a tackle instead of avoiding it. It's, I mean, we've seen it for a few years now, so it's not like it's something new or right. that is getting better. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's awful. Absolutely awful. I would be... Is... What's up? No, go ahead. I was just going to say, I'll, you I'll be interested <laughs> to see what they do. Um, it sounds like they're committed to him. However, he did do, you know, his thanks Chicago speech in the press conference. So we'll see. How much do you think they could get for a number one, this number one pick? I mean, they could probably get a decent amount just because there's a few teams that are quarterback hungry, but. Do you, do you think they could get what the uh, Panthers got? I mean, the Bears got? Could the Bears get what they got? For Young? Again? Uh, that trade? I think that trade was dumb. For Panthers? Oh, I get it. Me too. Um, but, I, I mean, teams are strange, and they do weird things to get a quarterback that they love. Right, that's but what I'm I saying. like Young, too, and I still think that trade was a bit much. I I don't know if they would get that much. Okay, that's what I was wondering. Me uh, neither, but... Just because I think that's... It's so dumb. For how much they gave up. But, oh, so I mean, much. They gave everything up. Yeah. I mean, if only every Carolina had a number one receiver, right? Right. Yeah, you traded that. Yep. Uh, Unreal. Yeah, I don't. I don't see them getting that much. I can see them getting a good bit, just because I think you got the top probably three quarterbacks, and then the consistency consistency drops, and it might actually just be two top two quarterbacks. Um, with the consistency, it'll be an interesting one though. Yeah, I don't want to go. I don't want to go too much into that because we'll get into the draft down the road. 
Right. But we got a couple of quarterbacks that it could be real good. I agree. Alrighty. Let's get to our next game. Cowboys Commanders, I'll let you go off. I don't have much on this game. So I will let you do your thing. Alright. Uh, so the Cowboys did what they should do against bad teams. Um, they beat them. Um, they can compete with the good teams too. So a lot of people are like, you know, complaining about that they can't beat good teams. The games are generally pretty close. There's only been, what, two? They were blown out. <laughs> um, say, say what you will about them. They played well here. Uh, the commanders, you know, clearly weren't playing for anything. But sometimes that's some of the scariest teams that you play. Uh, yeah, the ones that are fighting for nothing are, yeah, they go out there and just do whatever they got to do. I don't have a whole lot about the game. Uh, I'm just going to say this Cowboys team is probably one of the best and most complete teams I've seen in many years. Will will they go to the Super Bowl? We'll see any given Sunday. Um, but from what I've seen, this team is probably one of the most complete teams I've seen the Cowboys put out. Uh, Dak and CD are unstoppable. No matter what, you can. They've been doubling him. So scary, man. And for so long, and still, you know, getting twelve to fifteen catches, whatever. Uh, it's just crazy. Uh, on the other side, I really appreciated the acknowledgement that they did to get McLaren the yards to hit 1,000 for the season. Um, with what he's put in to this team and the struggle they've had this season, and you could see it on the sideline that they were going to throw to him until he got it. Right. Yep. In that, what, second half of the fourth quarter? Mm-hmm. And that first throw then, he got it. Maybe it was a little bit of, you know, play on the Cowboys defense to allow it to just because you see everybody just kind of right. walk with them until, <laughs> but still, it's good. I mean, he's, he's been the star there for how many years and the struggling season, you got to reward though the people that stick with it in that way, even if it's statistically, it's still a reward of the 1000 yard season. Well, I'm sure you got a bonus in there, too, I'm sure. More than likely, yeah. But no, yeah. I, I like watching him, so it was nice to see. Yeah, he's fun. Uh, very potent wide receiver. He can explode any game. Curious to see what they're going to do in the offseason. They have a lot of talent on this team. They just need to get a better offensive line. I forgot to bring this up last game. Uh, Sweat, Sweet, whatever you want to call him. He led the Commanders and the Bears in sacks this year. <laughs> First person to lead two teams in sacks in a year. So that was pretty impressive on his part. But this game, yeah, it turned out what it needed to be. 
the only thing that scares me about this Dallas Cowboys team to get further into the playoffs, I think we'll get into that coming up, but uh, I their running game definitely needs to be more consistent. Pollard did have a nice game, but again, they he was playing the Commanders. Uh, C.D. Lamb is easily fighting for that number two speed, number two spot for me for what best wide receiver in the league after Sher- Sherman, right? Yeah, yeah. Talk down on him. He absolutely went off all year. You got to give him props to show. Like, hey, I'm the number one here. I'm going to be the number one here for a very long time. And you can just shove that right where your mic is. And absolute brilliant performance from him and Deck. The one interception, that's just kind of the thing that happens with him. But to me, if they want to make this big push into the playoffs, like you said, it is any given Sunday. But... Their running game is definitely going to have to get better when it gets to the tougher defenses. Because, don't get me wrong, C.D. Lamb's going to light it up. I have a feeling he'll do it every game, but he's going to need some help to keep him going. And other than that, not much going on. Commanders fired their head coach. I wish they would have kept him one more year because, like I said, this offense line was atrocious. Yeah, it's Sam got hit so, so often. Like, it's so hard to win games when you're getting hit that often. Um, but, yeah, turned out the way we thought. Cowboys are a scary team. And... I guess we'll see what they can do next week. I thought it was hilarious during the game. They, the announcers were talking about the interception, and they're like, well, that one kind of got an asterisk by it because it was a tipped pass. Like, okay. where was this last year? Like, <laughs> right. You're asterisking it this year? Because why? <laughs> like, okay. Uh, uh, that's awesome. Um, one other up to the announcers, right? Yeah, I was kind of thinking about it because, I mean, I I agree. There are situations where an interception shouldn't necessarily count against the quarterback. A tipped pass is at the line of scrimmage is a little bit different because, I mean, who is it going to go on then? But more of a drop with a receiver is where that would come into into play, I guess. But um, I wanted to point out, you had mentioned that the running game needed to be a little bit better. Um, a couple weeks ago, I had said that I was kind of over this Tony Pollard experiment as the number one back. Uh, this game was interesting because for so long this season, you see him turn up and try to take on a tackle, where this game, instead of doing that, he continued to carry it out, you know, towards the sideline and then push up when he's passed a little bit. And it looked more like him last year. Whether that's he what he did best. Yeah. And I, I mean, whether he continues to do that or not is going to determine his success. 
I still would rather them not run a whole lot, but I do agree in the playoffs you do need a little bit of a run game just because you're playing the top teams. Yep. But this type of game right here, this 17 carries, you know, 50 to 70, 80 yards is all they need. If yeah. they can do that, that's what we need. But I just, I just want to point out that after I had said that, now I'm seeing the Tony Pollard from last year prior to the injury. And right. I hope to continue to see that because he, a couple of the plays, he ended up getting, it was like an eight yard gain on something that would have been probably a three or four yard loss just because he continued pushing it towards the sideline. Yeah. Extend the play a little bit. Extend it out, which is big. Especially when you're a quick back. You know, if you're a power back, yeah, run into people, but he's not that. No, he can run over some people, but he was trying to do that against linebackers, and he's not going to do that. Like, you got to go around them. Like, go around them. Yeah. Yeah. Cornerbacks, yeah, absolutely. Put your shoulders down, run them over, but you're not doing that. Yeah, like you said, you're not doing that to linebackers. They're too big. So that was nice to see. I just wanted to give props, I guess, him for that. Yeah, absolutely. You hear I like him, buddy. Pollard. I just... You're listening. Good job. <laughs> <sighs> All right, next game, we got the Broncos Raiders. Uh, I'm just curious to see what's going to happen with the Raiders. There's so many question marks on this team. Do they keep O'Connell? What are they going to do? Uh, Zamir is definitely showing his case of being a very good number two back, double-headed running back game for the Raiders. I really like him. Watching him, he's fun to watch. Uh, Trey Tucker definitely needs to keep being targeted. He's showing how explosive he can be. A big rookie to go with Myers and Adams. But on the other side, Broncos really didn't do anything. They had one at the end of the game, and then Judy had one. I think that was in the first half. Yeah, first half. But not much going on on that Broncos offense. But Stidman, Stidham, can't expect a lot when you don't get to play a lot. So they did what they had to do. They are off of Russell Wilson. He'll be gone next year. So kind of curious to see where they go off of that. Yeah, I mean, that team's kind of a mess, the way they handled everything this year. It's unfortunate how all of that went down. I'm not a huge fan of how Russell played this season anyways, or last season. But that's a different topic. Um it's just kind of a mess how they handle it, though. Mm-hmm. As far as the Raiders, I would like to see O'Connell back as a starter next year. Uh, I think after some time here, I'm going in with the full season next year. This defense is good, and the offense has looked pretty good off and on here. I think they'll be a much better team next year, and I think to be the better team, they should stick with O'Connell. Yeah. I'd pick him over Jimmy G. 
For sure. You got a lot of weapons on receiving yeah. the, the oh, man. Keep them all. I know there's been a push to get Adams to New York still. Right. But Which even without him, yeah. we've still got Tucker and Myers. I don't know. A lot of weapons there. But that's all I got. That's all I got, too, other than... Once again, Speline led the team in tackles again. I just wanted to throw that out there. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. He's really good. I really like him. He is. If you haven't noticed throughout the week. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's a man crush, but... Maybe. <laughs> Something's brewing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, all right, so we'll move on then. We got the next game. Uh, it's the Eagles versus the Giants. And I'll let you give your thoughts on this one first, so it's not just me bashing the Eagles. Um, with Tyrod Taylor behind center, this offense is a whole different ball game. Slayton now has three consecutive games with a touchdown when Tyrod is behind center. Barkley played really well. And just this offense just looks so much better. Did they exploit how awful this Eagles defense actually is? Absolutely. Um, the biggest takeaway is going to be Jalen Hurts and how bad that hand is going to be going into the playoffs. Because he has a tough defense to come up against in the playoffs. So I'm kind of curious to see what happens there. A lot of stuff boiling in this defense. I mean, offense and defense for the Eagles. And it's carrying in the locker room. I'm curious to see what they figure out. Because you can see it affecting their gameplay in general. Yeah, not a very scary team right now. No, it makes it tough. They, so the Eagles have a lot of injuries. Um, well, going in, it was kind of thought that they were going to arrest people to not risk injuries. Um, they didn't, really, until they knew the game was going so poorly. Um, and now they're dealing with Quite a few injuries. Um, Jalen Hurts' his hand. I believe A.J. Brown's out for the season uh, with his knee injury. And I think uh, Smith is still expected to be out for the wild cards, if I remember correctly. Um, so it's, uh, it's hurting this team a lot at this time. Something we'll have to continue to monitor as the weekend comes up here, but not looking good. Like you said, they got tougher defense. Not a, not a terrible defense by any means coming up. Um, and their Eagles defense is playing very poorly and has been for quite some time. 
So it's not a good combo for them. Um, I do agree. Tyrod under center is a completely different offense for this Giants team. They were by far one of the worst offenses in this league um, had this season. And since Tyrod's been there, I mean, they've been putting up points on on teams and, and making plays and long touchdowns, too. Yeah. I think Slayton's had a couple longer touchdowns about the past couple weeks. This one, I believe, was shorter, but 19 yards this one was. Yeah. The last two were like 70 yards or something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it seems like they're a much more potent offense when he's under center. Um, I am not a big fan of Danny Dimes anyways. So when they extended him, I thought it was hilarious. I don't know what they're going to do. Come next season, it'll be interesting to see what happens in the offseason here. Um, I don't know if they can admit to making a mistake and paying him that much <laughs> already. But I guess we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. Definitely should not have extended that, but what do I know, right? Yeah. So this says, Brown exited first half regular season finale. Green players after the game. Hurts left first half while both players are more likely than not to be available for the wild card, wild card round in Tampa Bay. So they have Hurts and Brown out. Oof. Yeah, I mean, it looked like I heard he <laughs> like broke his finger or dislocated it, and I can't imagine that's comfort comfortable to <laughs> to throw a ball. Yeah, not, not on your finger. That's rough. But yeah, I don't know. It'll be, I think. A tough battle for them. This weekend they play on uh, Monday night. They play on Monday night. Yeah. Yep. Oh, there's two games at the same time. No. No. Monday night. <laughs> <laughs> I can't read. How awful would that be? Yeah. It's like why are they two games at the same time? It's the playoffs. There's literally only six games. In them. Right. Alright, that's all I got on that game. Yep, that's all I got too. Okay, next game we got the Seahawks against the Cardinals. A lot closer than I was expecting, but I probably shouldn't think that with the Cardinals because they seem to play very well for at least a half. At least they put three quarters together this game. James Conner has been absolutely going up lately, which is really awesome. I really like him. But the Seahawks pulled it all right at the end. There's a lot going on to figure out what they're going to do in the offseason. They have so much talent. What are they going to do? Do they move on from Gino? I don't think they should. 
but when you're not winning the games you should be winning, it's kind of hard to stick with the players that you got. You got to mix it up. I I think we just said that Pete Carroll is gone as a head coach. Is that going to shake things up enough to get this offense to be as explosive as they should be? I'm not sure, but they got the win. Yeah, I feel like this game, the Seahawks had to fight for this game, and they were still eliminated. Uh, It kind of shows how the season's gone for them. It's been a rough season for them. They got a lot of talent. So many weapons on offense. I think the big thing with the um, Pete Carroll stepping down or being fired, whatever happened there, bringing in an offensive mind that is more current in how the game is played and going to, you know, exploit how much speed this team has a little bit better would be ideal. And, you know, sometimes getting rid of coach and swapping up play calling. I'm not sure who all is going to be replaced, if that includes coordinators. Usually it does, but we've seen as of recent, doesn't always happen. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. I still think this team it would have been one of the scariest teams going into the playoffs. I'm glad that they're out because I didn't want the Cowboys to have to risk playing them again. Um, I agree. I don't think they should move on from Geno. They would have to have something really good lined up if they're going to move on from somebody that's been consistent like he has so um, it'll be exciting to see what they do in the offseason and coaching wise um, on the other side we got Arizona I think next season this team will be different than it was this year they've fought so hard in almost every game and it's just crazy because everybody predicted them to be you know not a scary team at all this season, and yet they go out there and beat teams that are playoff teams. They have a lot of talent, and they're using them the right way. They do, and they just need to be able to complete a game. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of Kyler Murray, uh, but, I mean, since he's came back, you can see this team is better with him. Yeah. Um, And there's no question about it. I'm still not a huge fan of him, but I mean, he's, he's shown that he can play at a high level quite a few seasons now. It's just, I'm not a huge fan of his play style and I mean, he's short. Yeah. <laughs> it, it causes issues when you can't see over your lineman and that's where his scrambling comes into play and he makes Makes it work. But uh, James Conner, he's fun to watch. And I'm not sure if he's going to be on the team next year, but he's a big part of this offense, so he should be. I'm not sure what his contract is like, but um, 
he's somebody that they should be focused on keeping if that's close to ending. I don't have much else there. But. I don't either. I definitely think he should stay. He signed... I don't know if that's wrong, team. I feel like it's got to be close because he's been there for a few years now. Hasn't he? Three-year contract in 2022, so... So he has two more years with him. Yeah. Which so is the right move. Yeah, the Cardinals have agreed to three-year contract with James Conner keeping the running back who led the team in the rushing last season with the franchise. So. Okay. So he has two more years with him. So that's good. Yeah. Big. He deserves it. He's a good player. Yes. Alrighty. Next game. Big game. Uh, well, big game for the Rams anyway. A lot closer than I was expecting with the 49ers benching a lot of their players, but by the looks of it, other than Puka. Until he broke both of the records, uh, sat everyone as well. Carson Wentz definitely did not put up a show to want to earn a job anywhere other than a backup here, but can't complain on staying with the Rams either. They have a very good, bright future with a lot of the receivers they have. Their running game is good as well with a young running back that I'm excited to see play this coming week. And yeah, Fortnite has really didn't play anyone. And the Rams won by one. <laughs> That's all I got. I not much going on here when you don't play very many people. It pretty much just an audition for players to play the hopefully get jobs somewhere else or on this team. So it's kind of hard to look at it in a perspective when you're getting close to the playoffs. Um, Mitchell is going to be a huge backup to CMC for many years because he's very young as well. Yeah, I think yeah. Um, both teams resting so many players. This game was kind of a toss-up. Uh, Carson Wentz starting, just kind of worrisome. However, I do think he fits well on the Rams. I think just his play style, it it works well with this team. Uh, there's not many teams that I would say that he works well for, but <laughs> um, so having him as a backup, I think, is is a good thing for them. Um, I don't know. My biggest thing is this Rams team is probably going to surprise some people in the playoffs. And will be one to watch. 100%. So explosive. Uh, 
in every aspect. They're fun to watch. Yeah. All these games are going to be really exciting to see. Yeah. It's, it's I honestly cool. don't see one blowout. I don't know. It's it's possible with a couple. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I have oh, one yeah. Yeah. that I think will be for sure. But Yeah, after new events, I think so, maybe too. But Alrighty, next game, another game that was pretty much just backups playing. Uh, Chiefs against the Chargers. Chiefs one by one. Easton Stick is still looking pretty good for being what, second year player, I think, that never gets to play. Oh no, four years. Dang. Yeah, I was gonna say I think it was more than that. 2019. I didn't think he played that long ago for NDSU. But looked pretty good. Led the team in passing rushing. Of course he led the league team in passing, but you know what I mean. Um <laughs> I guess the biggest takeaway from the Chiefs, they didn't drop a lot of passes. Which is what they need to work on. They led the league in drops. So if they want any chance of beating the Dolphins, they're actually going to have to learn how to hold on the ball, and they did that pretty well. Um, Hardman, it's good to see him catching the ball, getting some play time. He was a big, big role in the Super Bowl last year. But other than that, I really wish Chargers the best of luck. Their injuries really killed this team this year. You start off with Williams getting injured, then Allen gets injured, and it's just really hard to come back from all of that. And, yeah, on to next season, see what they can do. Yeah, one of the, I mean, big things, uh, you kind of, on it for the Chiefs. Their wide receivers need to catch the ball if they want to have anything happen in the playoffs. Uh, the way the season's gone, they could be done in the first round if they continue playing the way they have been. Uh, resting players have still got the win plus for them. However, it's going to be it's going to be tough if. They don't play better. Um, I don't have a whole lot. I'm hoping that, you know, Hardman and, what is it, Ross? And then there's one, what's the other receiver that they've been counting on quite a bit? I can't think of right. his name. The rookie, Rishi yeah. Rice. Right, there you go. Um, I'm hoping that they can get something going. Uh, I'd like to see. Chiefs, you know, do something in the playoffs. It's not a huge fan of Patrick Mahomes, but, you know, it's part of the game. I'd like to see it. My father-in-law was a Chiefs fan, so still kind of cheer them on a little bit. <laughs> right. Uh, I don't have anything other going on in this game. Uh, Chris Jones got the sacks that he needed. To get his bonus, 
and I absolutely loved how the whole entire team celebrated with him. That is honestly what football is all about, being there for your, your teammates, celebrating them, and celebrating with them on big achievements. Got to love to see that. Yeah, and he didn't play for quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, on the Chargers side, really, I mean, I agree with what you said. Biggest thing, uh, it's nice that they know what they got in a backup with Easton Stick. Um, he's played pretty solid since he's came in for Herbert after the injury. So as far as for them, it should be kind of a, a nice thing that they can know. I don't see him, you know, having a lot of attention drawn to him as a starter. But it's possible. Well, see. I'm not sure what his contract is, but he's been there for four years, so it's got to be close up there, too, I would think. Three or four years is typically. Right. And he's a good backup. Yeah. He proved it. He showed that he has, he's a dual threat running and throwing. I mean, I'd rather have him than Rush. Yeah, there's a lot of quarterback opportunities out there right now. Yeah. If you don't have any more, we can go to the Sunday, no, Monday night game. No, Sunday night game. Yep, I'm good with that. All right, the big one came down. Buffalo Bills against the Dolphins. Dolphins. The Buffalo Bills win 21-14, won the division. The funny thing about this game is, if the Dolphins would have won, they would have played the Bills again, and I think this is what would have happened if they played (laughs) in the playoffs. Um, Josh Allen played really well other than his crazy long balls that he threw that got intercepted. He's not going to be able to make those mistakes in the playoffs to be able to win. Um, He did lead the team in rushing. He is becoming a runner a lot more for some odd reason this season. He runs a lot more. (laughs) Um, They should be feeding Cook the ball more than they do. And... In my opinion, Kincaid is a very, very unique tight end. Um, I think he's one of the top-tier tight ends right now. He's been proving it game in and game out. And if this team is going to do anything in the playoffs, Stefan Diggs is going to have to play Stefan Diggs' way and get over 100 yards like he used to. These little games, I don't think... He's going to be able to keep going on. I think this is the most receiving yards he's had in like three, four weeks now. Yeah. One, two, five weeks, six weeks. So he's going to have to get going. I think he is a very big part of this offense. He did get over a thousand yards again. And that was mainly the first half of the game. Uh, Dolphins, they are hurting injury-wise. I think that's the reason why 
they're not as explosive and as scary as they were at the beginning of the year, losing two of their best defensive players, like you brought up when we were talking about it earlier. Phillips and, oh man, now I forgot his last name. Chubb? Yeah, Bradley Chubb, there you go. Um, big, big losses. They did pick up Houston, I believe it was, off the waivers. So hopefully that will give them a spark they need. And, yeah, that's all I got. I was just looking here at Diggs' last game, like, games this season. Mm-hmm. He hasn't had a 100-year game since uh, 10-15. Yeah, it's been and bad. 87 yards is the most since then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 70, 86, 74. It's been rough. And he started the season really good. It's kind of crazy. Drop off. Um, yeah, I mean, Bills take the vision in this game. Didn't really expect the Bills to be at this situation midway through the season. Um, we kind of laughed about them firing their offensive coordinator from that. Back mid-season, yeah. wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. like, and they they went off. Then, yeah, since then they've been. I think they've lost once. Uh, this game had way more turnovers than I expected. I think overall, the most important play in this game was the punt return touchdown. Yep. Uh. Josh Allen, I mean, I'm not sure why he's running so much if he's not as confident with the receiving his plays or what it is. He's just uncomfortable, so he's running. He's still putting up good yards and throwing touchdowns and getting his interceptions. But he's got to clean some of that up. You don't really want to see him running this much either, or I don't at least. I hate one quarterback's lead because it's risky. You're just waiting for a whether you slide or not. You can still get hit. You'd be out with a concussion, whatnot. You don't want to do it. No, you don't. Um, but he's going to have to clean up the turnovers. It's been a tough thing. But he puts up a lot of touchdowns. But people's argument against it. Take it for what it is. Bills won. Yep. Counts. Yep, that's all that counts. Alrighty. So that is a recap of week eighteen. Um you went twelve and four, ended with a hundred and sixty and ninety-four. I went eleven no, thirteen and three. And I ended up uh, I did that way around. I counted the wrong one. Well, you beat me by three, and you're the champion of the regular season. <laughs> Ooh, yay. Um, next segment, Offensive Player of the Week, I got C.J. Stroud. So do I. That game was the most important one of the whole thing, in my opinion. 
um, Bills and Dolphins was as well, but this one was a win and you're in, you lose, you're out. So more important there. And he did better than him, so. Well, yeah. Yeah, Stroud did real well. Defensive player, who do you got? I got TJ Watt. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's unfortunate. I mean, what happened? But the impact on the game, I think, was there, um, even though they were resting their starters, but still. Yeah, that's who I got, too, with the two sacks. He put so much pressure on any offense, whether it's the offense or defense. I mean, starters or not, he just wreaks havoc. Led the league in sacks again, third year in a row now. Just an absolute monster. And, and that's what I have. It's kind of a tough week to do these because there were so many games that, I mean, didn't matter yep. overall. We're trying to, you know, look at those games and put weight on games that actually mattered. Right. A little bit higher, and it was tough. A lot of people were resting. <laughs> well, and so many people did good. You could easily pick Collins because he had 196 yards. You could yep. could have picked. Uh, C.D. Lamb with the two touchdowns, almost 100 yards, or Justin Jefferson, 192 yards in the touchdown, and yeah, it's just a lot the, of people played very well. Connor, 150 yards in the touchdown. Yep. Um, just so many good offense players, but like you said, that was a big game. You win, you're in. You lose, you're out. And he came up clutch. So yeah, that was my only reason that I mean, he had a good game, but you win and you're in. And he played well. Yep. Alrighty, here we go. Playoffs, wild card round. Starting off hot at Saturday at three thirty, the Browns against the Texans. My scariest team that could come out strong and shock a lot of people are the Texans. Um. Sadly, I don't think it's their year because of how good the Browns' defense is, and I got the Browns. It's going to be a tough game. I have the Texans. Um, and like I said, it's going to be a tough game. I can see it going either way. I think the Browns are probably a little bit better roster-wise to win. But the Texans are really hot right now. And yeah, so playing, much more talent, in my opinion. Playing games that and competing in games that they shouldn't really be in yet. <laughs> I don't know. They got yeah, they got a good team, and I think it could be fun. I mean, that was a close game. I think when they played last, what was it? Thirty-six uh, twenty-two. Browns won. So yeah. Not too far off. Um, Texans came back fourth quarter, put up 15 points to make it a game. I guess that's what it is. But Stroud was out in that game too. So, yep. Uh, Flacco had two interceptions. Who knows? Could happen again. Stroud's better quarterback than Mills. So. Absolutely. It's 
definitely a scary team, like I said. I could see them being the wild horse, the dark horse in these playoffs, but every time I go against the Browns, man, they do very well. <laughs> but I really like their defense. I've been gushing about them all year. And I have to go with them. And Joe Flacco playing the way he is, they're hot. Yeah. They're good. Yeah, yeah. It, would be, it should be a good game. I, like we said, I I don't see too many games that will actually be blowout. So this no. one should be close, I hope. Yeah, right. Next game, we got the Dolphins against the Chiefs Saturday night, 7 p.m., I battled with this game, but then I went to the injuries, and I'm going with the Chiefs. I think they'll win right at the end. Mahomes is going to do something crazy like he always does, and I think they'll pull it off. Yeah, I. this game was tough. I... If you had a healthy Dolphins team coming in, I could see them knocking the Chiefs out. I Oh, yeah, absolutely. At this point, though, I'm going Chiefs. Um, also, the injuries, it's just it's tough to overcome. Um, they, Dolphins are a good team. They're fast, and they can put up a lot of points. So this, this, team, this game could go either way. Oh, absolutely. But I just, you got Mahomes on the Chiefs, and it's tough to go against him. Yeah. Even with the bad receiving core they've had this year. Oh, so awful. Absolutely yeah. atrocious. It's cleared up at all for this playoff run. You can't really go against the Chiefs. No. All right. Next game. Sunday at 12 o'clock, we got the Steelers against the Bills. This was going to be a closer game until I found out T.J. Watt is out. So I got the Bills by a landslide. Probably like two, three touchdowns. Really? (laughs) Yep. T.J. Watt is like their enforcer. And he he gets their team going. And without that momentum... To push that offense as well, I just don't see it happening. Oh, you got Josh Allen on the other side just throwing turnovers just because. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I got the Bills as well, but I think it'll be a close game. I just don't think Rudolph can do it, man. No, I, I don't think so either. I think no matter how you look at it, I think the Bills – will win. I just I can't trust Josh Allen. <laughs> no. Not in the no, not in the playoffs. I don't He's know. proven it over and over again. Everybody talks about how elite he is, but what has he done? A lot of people like to throw that elite out there. You throw that comment at a handful of other quarterbacks that you bring up saying that they're really good. What have they done? Okay, what have, what has Josh Allen done? I don't know, but I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with the Bills on this one. Uh, I just think they're a little bit better team than the Steelers, uh, especially because TJ is out. But I don't know, it should be close. 
Next game at 3.30, we got the Packers against the Cowboys. I have the Cowboys. I think they're better in every aspect of the game. And I think they'll win. Yeah, I keep looking at this game, and the Cowboys fan in me says Cowboys by 40. But... <laughs> yeah. The Packers team, like, Jordan Love's playing really good. They got a lot of weapons on offense. They got a pretty good run game. Um, we're getting healthy again on defense after some injuries here. And so our run defense is going to be better. Uh, it should be a good game. I do think the Cowboys win by probably two touchdowns. But it always scares me. Hearing Come the Packers are playing the Cowboys because right. of all of Aaron Rodgers' shenanigans. Right. Yeah, well, Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Lover are a whole different category. Right? That's my hope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think the Cowboys should win. I I do. They're, they're the better team overall. But – and they're home. They're a different team when they're home. That's a, yep. Big, big factor for sure. Next game, Sunday night, I think this is going to be a barn burner. Uh, Rams against the Lions. I am going with the Lions. Ooh. They're peaking right at, No, no, Rams, 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 Rams. Rams. <laughs> I'm picking the Rams. That's what I meant to say. They're peaking at the right time. They have Cup, Williams, and Puka just – Ridiculous. Their defense is finally showing up the way they need to. I think Aaron Donald, with all the experience that he has, I think he'll start throwing down the hammer and showing why he won defensive player three, four years in a row when he did. And I got the Rams on this one. Yeah, so I have a prediction on this one. The Rams are going to win, and it's going to be on a last-second two-point conversion thrown to a offensive lineman. <laughs> How awesome would that be? That's, that's my hope. I just want to hear oh. Lions fans complain. Oh, man, that would be awesome. Oh, um, my God, that would be awesome. Um, I, I mean, it's last second. Like The game's over after the, they catch it because that's how it's got to be. It's going to oh. be good. I can't wait. That would be so sweet. And enjoy that, Lions fans, because that's how it's going. <laughs> I love it. No, I love it. I, I like it. This Rams team is, is scary. I, they're, uh, I think they're going to knock uh, Lions off. Lions got an injury, too, with uh, Laporta. So. Yep. That hurts. That was a big season. Yep. Alrighty, the last final wild card game. <clears throat> Eagles against the Buccaneers Monday night. With all the injuries, I got the Buccaneers. Yeah. So I had, I'd made my score prior to knowing that they're probably going to be without people. Um, but I, I picked the Bucks. I think. The injuries to the Eagles and just how poorly they've been playing is just 
I'm going to be a landslide. And the Bucks will win. And Twitter is going to be terrible for about a week. Because yep. Lions fans are going to be complaining and Eagles fans. Oh, but it's going to be, be awesome. great because they're both complaining. So awesome. um, but no, the Bucks, I think, will win. And they shouldn't because they're not a good team this no. year. Well, I mean, they are a decent team, but they're not a good playoff team. Right. Alrighty. Offensively, but. <laughs> so are we doing offense and defense watch? Uh, yeah, I think we might as well still do that. Okay. I have the Rams offense. Okay. I have the Texans offense, uh, just because of the Browns defense. They're going to have to put up points on that. Mm-hmm. Yep. I have the Rams because they're going to have to try to outdo the Lions because they have so many weapons on theirs as well. Yeah. And they're going to have to keep up with them, and that's I think it's going to be a very high-scoring game. Defensive watch, who do you got? So, again, I did this prior to injuries. Right. Um, but I have the Bucks uh, just because at the time, the Bucks were going to need to slow down some of this, you know, offense that the Eagles could do if mm-hmm. they put it together for the playoff run that everybody's talking about what's going to happen. Um, but now, with the news that Hurts and Brown may not play, you know, may not be such a big thing, but I'm still going to stick with them. Because if they want to make a run, their defense is going to have to be really good. Right. Absolutely. I like that pick. I got the Packers defense. Okay. Uh, they're going to have slow down Prescott and C.D. Lamb if they want any chance to win this game. Their offense is playing very well, but we've seen the Cowboys put up numbers all year long. So the Packers' defense is going to have to slow that down. And in my opinion, if they can slow down the run game and just clamp up CD just for a little bit, they have a chance of winning. But they're going to have to come up big. So that's the defense I have to watch. Understandable. Uh, were we doing score prediction? Oh, yeah, prediction? 17 to 14. That's what I have. Okay. I got 28-13. Ooh, jeez. Do you think the Bucks are going to put up that much, huh? I thought the Eagles defense is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah. Uh yeah, we might as well because we only have one different team, so. Yeah, I was going to say we might end up having ties coming up. So. Um, yeah, the 13 is prior to finding out about the injuries. I might have to change that to zero now, but I'm going to leave it. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I, hope they don't, I, don't, I hope they don't come out and put up zero points. It would be a terrible game for a Monday night. But yeah, for sure. Either way, we're in the playoffs, and now 
the fun begins. Absolutely. I'm excited. I can't wait. It's sad because football is going to be over soon, but I know. that's the worst part of it all. Now it gets oh, to be. Of that. I need to make sure I take the day off of the Super Bowl off. I'll have to take that time off right after we're here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't have anything else. You? Nope. That's all I got for that. Okay, perfect. So this covers our recap, uh, week 18. Also our predictions for wild card weekend, uh, sighting time. Um, podcast available on Apple, Google, Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio. As always, thanks for listening. Uh, feel free to reach out if you have any comments, questions, anything you'd like to hear, opinions from us, you know, ask away. We're on Twitter. Uh, other than that, yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks, Luke. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, guys. Uh, appreciate everything. And I appreciate you doing this with me. And only have a few weeks left. And it's going to get really exciting and fun. And I can't wait.